Are you ready to discover and unlock your full potential in God? Are you ready to release the power of God in your life? Or do you sense that purpose and destiny are beckoning you to take a leap of faith? If so, continue to listen to this episode. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. I'm going to share uncompromising truth and amazing insights as we partner with God on our journey to wholeness, purpose, and to pursue our callings and passion. Take a listen and please stay tuned to the end of the episode. I've got some exciting updates to share with you. See you in just a few minutes. Well, greetings, 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 all of our fellow overcomers. We are so excited and honored to be amongst the first to welcome you into this new year of 2022. It is absolutely amazing that the page has turned, the clock has turned, history has turned, and we're living into the present year of 2022. I am so honored to be joining you on this day for you to take a part of this conversation with Chris, the absolutely first one of this year. Listen, it has been a privilege and an honor to sit with you over our coffee, our tea, while we're driving and while we're working, and just dialogue about matters of the heart, things that are near and dear to our hearts and things that are relevant and going to help us mature and grow. It has been an honor and a privilege. We want to thank you all for your support. And in 2022, we can guarantee that you will absolutely be blessed by what we're going to present in this new year. That's right. We have a lot of new things lined up. So make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Download the episodes. Tell your neighbors, your friends, your family, your co-workers. Let them all know that Conversations with Chris is still going. Many people, many things didn't make it into 2022. We lost a lot of stuff over the years. We've lost friends. We've lost benefits. We've lost businesses. We've lost ideas. We've lost teeth and hair. But we still have each other. And so 2022, I want you and I to celebrate and embrace the fact that we have made it and that we're going to make it because we're overcomers. Did you hear me? We're going to make it. And you have to start this year off strong with the understanding and the declaration that I will live and I will outlast every challenge, every circumstance, every setback that may come my way in 2022 because I am the head and not the tail. And it's all year long. Well, my friends, I am Christian T. Howell Sr. I am your host for Conversations with Chris. I want to thank you for just getting your notepads, your pens, your paper, your Apple, your Android, whatever device you may have. And I want you to take some notes uh, because this is going to be life changing. As a matter of fact, while you're doing that, I want to let you know that we will be uh, in a few weeks. We will be in Arizona. Uh, We will be in Tucson, Arizona, doing three or four days of teaching there. And so if you want more information, simply reach out to us. Uh, Go to the website www.christiantthowell.com and you can find out information about it. We would love to shake hands, hug on you, um, um, pray for you. We would love to really impart unto you. And so we will give you more information about it. 
Um, but if you're anywhere in the Arizona area, Phoenix, Tucson, Glendale, it is worth it because we're going to have an excellent time in the Lord. You, listen, I want to go back to our conversation that we picked up on that Christians are not losers. Christians are not losers. Christians cannot be uh, 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 cannot be losers. Now, I should have prefaced this because Christians and believers are different. But for the sake of the conversation, I'm using the word Christians are not losers. Emphatically, the hard truth is believers are not losers. Believers are not. Listen, all things are possible to him that believe. Did you hear that? All things are possible to him that believe. The key to your winning is in your believing. It's not how fast you run. It's, it's, it's not how quick you are because the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong. So your, 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 your strength, uh, your wit, they won't always cause you to win. But you have to endure. You have to stay in it until the end. And you can never do anything Unless you believe you can. You know, I was just talking to, to myself yesterday. Yes, I talked to myself. And I said, Chris, no matter what happens, you must always believe in yourself. Trust me, we're going to get somewhere with this in a minute. You have to always believe in yourself. It's hard to get other people to believe what you don't believe. Sometimes we do need motivation. Sometimes we need encouragement. Sometimes we need inspiration, but by far and large, you have to be fully persuaded of whose you are and who you are. Once those issues are settled, then doing what you're called to do becomes easy. And my friend, he did not call you to be a loser and he did not call you to lose. Therefore, you must believe. I want you to settle in as we start this time of talking today. And I want you to just say it over yourself. All things are possible for me because I believe. According to God's word, all things are possible unto me because I believe. Come on, one more time. According to God's word, all things are possible unto me because I believe. Now, here's where the trick comes in at. We don't always look like we're winning. We don't always look like we're having the advantage. And there are times in reality that we're not living in an advantage. Uh, 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 where we're seated at in earth, it looks pitiful. It looks horrible. It looks like things are going down before they're getting up. But if you're seated in heavenly places, it looks like you're always victorious. But I don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't always live on that mountain. There are days I wake up and I am near the valley of despair. There are days I wake up and I am just utterly disgusted. There are days I wake up, come on, don't, don't shoot me. We all have these moments. There are days I wake up and say, Father, it would be better if I was home with you than here on earth. And then I say like Paul, nevertheless, for the sake of my assignment, my family, my ministry, for the sake of my children, my grandchildren, it's better that I'm here on earth. You see, part of winning is being able to tell the truth at all times. I hope you caught that. Winners are not afraid to tell the truth. I, I was sitting with a therapist just this week. 
And what the therapist said was part of the problem and a common problem of believers, our faith, our faith causes us to view things in an excellent and positive light. And that's an admirable trait, especially if you have the gift of faith. You can believe God for mountains to be moved. You can believe God for miracles. And that is amazing. But he said, and it shocked me because I teach this. He said, the problem is, if you're always looking at the light, you tend to ignore the shadows. And I said, wait a minute. He said, yes, always looking at the light causes you to overlook the shadows. He said, the problem is not the shadows. The problem is you become unaware of the shadows. You, you're not, you, 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 you're so focused that you're unaware of the shadows. And that would seem healthy. But then the Bible says we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. What am I saying? To be a winner, you have to become more aware you don't have to be led by what you see. You don't have to be led by what you feel. But neither can you ignore reality of what does exist. It's a good analogy of saying, I have a doctor's report that I have cancer. I have diabetes. I, I, I have depression. Um, I have cancer. You get a doctor's report. No, you don't ignore it. That's the darkness. Winners look at the darkness and still believe and declare the truth. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in denial of what they say. I know that is there. But as a winner, I still believe the word of the Lord. You see, if we're in denial, then we are overlooking. And if we're in denial, what are we declaring our faith over? We, our faith is not needed for nothing. No, my faith is needed when there's a challenge or an obstacle and then I need heaven's intervention. I need the word of God to get results that my natural self cannot get. Healing is not natural. It's supernatural. And therefore, I don't ignore, I don't ignore the darkness. I don't ignore the shadows. I'm not afraid of the shadows. I clearly see them. And then I clearly declare the truth that I know because I'm a winner. It doesn't matter when I line up in the running blocks. When I get in the starting blocks, it doesn't matter who's on the running line with me. They could be, they could run it in 4-2, 4-3. They can run it in 4-1. It doesn't matter who's in the blocks when I start. When I get in the blocks, I look at them, but I take no thought for what they can do. I'm only focused on the training that's been given me and running my race till it's completed. You see, I don't ignore the guys on the line. The other females may be fantastically fine, but if God has destined that I win, no amount of skill or training or genetics will cause them to get the victory in my race. You see, I hope this is making sense to you. You cannot lose if you stay in belief. Well, let's, let's, let's just use a few examples today. More familiar, everyone talks about Gideon, and we've referenced Gideon over and over. But can you imagine after being Gideon, 
who was being faced with a formidable foe. Now, we're not talking uh, about Gideon, who uh, a man who should have had no reason to be worried, who should have had no reason to be alarmed, lest we dare say be afraid. I'm sorry. I don't know that if I were Gideon, at some point I might have become nervous and tipped into fear. I had a great fine army. They were trained and I was ready. I was confident I was going into battle. I knew I could not lose. I sensed God on my side and I had trained team members. Staff was trained. And then all of a sudden God starts shaking and allowing all the good staff members, all the good team members, all the good players. He allowed them to start falling off for no reason. Have you ever been in a season where it seems like all the good ones just start disappearing and you can trace it to no wrong done? Oh, come on. Let's let's be honest. Let's talk today on this conversation. The best friends leave. There's no good explanation. You're dating someone and, and they say, it's not you. That's right. It's me. No, they were perfect for you in your eyes. You, you were believing and, and you saw where it was going and all of a sudden it fell apart. You have a ministry, you have a team and, and the team has finally started to gel. There's synergy there. Uh, there's a sense of laughter, you know, it's, it's it, unity is starting to prevail. And all of a sudden, just two people automatically say they have to leave. No, they don't tell you that there's a fault. This, the Lord impressed upon us that our time is up. And as you wrestle with these hard truths, you start to question, are we going to still win the way I saw it? Maybe not you, but I've been there. So Gideon is at a point where God is causing a downsize. This is the Lord's doing. I hope you're hearing me. It's the Lord's doing. Every downsize is not a sin. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a man-made contraption. It's not something that people come up with. We need to let people off the hook. Maybe it really is God releasing them so he could show you something about your team, your staff, your warriors, the people you've trained. They can do so much more if they're not as comfortable because Gideon from a mighty army went down to 300. You know, that's over in, uh, uh, read over in Judge, Judges uh, chapter 7. I want to tell you, if you just believe, no matter what happened, no matter who you're left with, no matter who's to the left or right of you, you will win. I want to help you when you as you start off 2022. This is something that you'll see in this process of Gideon and it's going to bless you for the rest of this year. I want you to make notes because I need you to hear this and receive this and understand this. Change is always hard. Change, the process of change, transition is hard. What Gideon was going through was change. He was going through transition. And when I talk about change, Change is always hard or it's always a struggle in the beginnings. Number one, change is always hard or it's always a struggle in the beginning. It takes energy to get that rocket to lift off. At, at its, its most vulnerable time, 
is when the rocket is taking off. It uses more fuel. It has more opposition. Oh, come on. I know you get that. It has more opposition, more gravity going against it. All the forces are working against this launching. And, and so it's that it has its hardest struggle when it begins. But number two in change, once you get into the second phase of change, change is always messy. You see, when they build a house, um, they have to have bulldozers to break up hard ground. It's, that's, it's hard. It's troubling. But after they get all that done, uh, contractors are everywhere. Nails are flying. Uh, people, they, it's, it's a construction zone, and they say you must have a hard hat to survive this zone. Why? Because that part of change, it is messy. I need you to understand if you're in that part of change, what you must do is hold on to the vision that God gave you. Yes, it's going to get messy. Not every building project is beautiful during the painting. Come on, a masterpiece is not a masterpiece until it's completed. And so for you in change and transition into this year of 2022, I need you to understand the beginning is usually hard. It's always a struggle. The middle is always messy. Come on, even Jesus going to the cross, it was hard to say, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. It was hard. But after he had that moment, it became bloody. It became messy. But on the third phase, oh, on the third phase, it becomes glorious. It becomes beautiful. The thing is, you have to be a winner to get to phase three. If you quit in phase one and two, you never see the glory. You never live in it. You never get the benefits of it. My friend, you have to go ride this thing out all the way to the end. There, there is a, a trophy and a crown laid up for you. But you've got to stay in this race to get to it. Now, let me, let me say one or two other things that I really believe will really help set the tone for where I believe you and I are going in this conversation and in this year 2022. I've been reading uh, for a couple of months a most interesting passage, and, and I really understand we're like in the third day of this coronavirus pandemic. Oh my God, we may have been down, but on the third day, he shall bring us up. For those of us who have labored, we've taught, we've prayed, we've been fasting, we've been decreeing and declaring. Although it was hard, we've gone through the messy phases. People are blaming each other. The politicians are, are fighting um, and don't have an answer or solution. The healthcare staff, they're tired. Schools are, are virtual. They're in home. I mean, it's a mess. It's been very messy. But I want to tell you, we're, lit, we're just entering into the third day of it, and he's going to raise us up again. He's going to revive us for those of us who stayed out. I got excited for a minute. I had to calm myself down. I had to calm myself down. I, I, I've been reading for months uh, uh, the passage of Zechariah chapter 3, and, and I'll just be brief with it for the sake of time. Zechariah chapter 3 says, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. So we have a picture of the high priest trying to do his assignment standing in the presence of the Lord. But he had opposition. He had resistance. I'm trying to minister to you while I'm talking to you. 
He was trying to faithfully execute his assignment, diligently check into his calling right there in the presence of the Lord. But the adversary was at his right hand to resist him. And finally, it didn't say it happened instantly. But at the right time, in verse 2, the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. He said, Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? I have been stuck on that passage. And I read down, you know, Joshua's clothed with filthy garments and they changed Joshua garments. And so this is not the same Joshua that was with Moses. This was Joshua, the a priest. But the, the principle of it is Joshua had struggled. Joshua had opposition and, 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 and Joshua had gone through quite a bit and they were reforming the temple. And here Joshua is standing before God. And, and, and something happens and then there's a transition, the, 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 the struggle, the messiness, all of a sudden God says, take away his filthy garments. He, he gets a new look. He gets revived. And the word I want to leave with you is that for those of us who have been standing, who've been staying, who've been, who've been doing all that we can do, it is revival time. I believe with every fiber of my being that we've just entered into the revival days. I believe it. We're the ones who are plucked out of the fire. See, when something's been in the fire, it has gotten hot. Come on, this is going to be the season of the fire starters. It's gotten hot. It's gotten hot. You can use something hot to brand some. You, you can make your mark now because it's heated up. Just like So when they want to brand a cow, they want to brand an elephant, they, they let a poker stay in the fire long enough so that when they take it out, it can make its mark. Come on. I'm trying to tell you that in this year that you're going to, you're entering to the glory phase now. And in this glory phase, you're going to make your mark. You, come on, you're, good, you're the fire starter, you're, you're revival. You have become the catalyst for revival. Wherever you go, you should expect things to come alive. Come on, you're going to rebrand some things. Things that were labeled dead, you're going to rebrand it alive. Things that were, come on, do, do you feel that? Come on, I want your faith to come alive and realize business ideas that may have been dying, you will rebrand them. You're going to put fire in them and they will come back alive and they'll start being effective and efficient. You meet family members and, and marriages that, that were on the rocks, that were teeter-tottering in the messy phase, but, but, but you who've been plucked out of the fire, you have have set through the process. God is going to use you to rebrand them from divorced to happily married because you're, you're a fire star. You're a revivalist. See, revival is not just something that happens in the church. Revival is when uh, 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 we, there, 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 there's a, I don't want to teach it too much, but things that are dying or dead or decomposing are brought back to life. And I'm telling you that after this long pandemic, there are dreams that have been dying, finances that have been dying, hope has been dying, ministries have been dying, marriages have been dying, uh, 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 401k uh, dreams. I mean, children, uh, uh, listen, everything has been trying to die. And now we need those who have been plucked out of the fire who were intentionally left in the fire, hear me, those who were intentionally left in the fire, who at the right time God plucked them out of the fire, 
And now he says, you are my brand. You are my fire starter. Oh, I'll use you to cleanse things. I'll use you to get away some old stuff because fire purifies everything. And when you get finished, when I use you, it will be alive again. It will be glorious again. And I want to encourage you, for those of you, you did not lose. You cannot lose. You yourself have entered to your revival phase. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's called your second win. I better be careful because I felt almost like teaching. It's your second win. You felt like you were dying. You felt like you were giving up. You felt like things were falling apart. But all of a sudden, while running, you get your second wind. It enters into your lungs. And all of a sudden, your strength starts getting back. And you feel your stamina again. And, and, and your stamina, you, you, you start taking longer strides. You start swinging your arms. You, you, you can go further because you've gotten your second wind. Why? Because you felt revival. And I'm telling you, God is releasing revival because you are a winner. You just had to outlast, outlive everything that you've gone through and i want you to throw yourself a party you have made it you've made it to the phase of being revived i absolutely love god for his revival i want you tell people i've been plucked out of the fire they may not understand it he could have took me out earlier but he waited till I was ready to be brandable, till he could use me and make a mark on someone, on a family, on a system in this earth. He wants me to change systems on this earth, and I've got to be able to make a mark on it. So I had to be hot enough. Now, this message may not be for everyone, but for those of us who've been sitting in the fire and we've not been allowed out, I want you to take joy and realize, hey, you've become the brand. You're a winner because you didn't quit in the fiery season. You're a winner. And now that you're a winner, God is about to use you to ignite other things because revival is going to sweep the land. When the third day, it's time for revival. Listen, I love you all with the love of God. I know you're going to have an amazing 2022. This is going to be the best year ever. Your finances will be blessed. Your ministers will be blessed. Your families will be blessed. Your businesses will be blessed. Your health will be blessed. No sickness, disease, or germ or virus shall come nigh thee. The blood of Jesus makes all whole. Yeah. And this year, hmm, here come the fire starters. You should tell everybody, look out, the fire starters are coming. Yeah, we don't need a fire department anymore. We've got enough stuff dying. Yeah, we got the fire starters. And you can't put this fire out because we're winners. Listen, friends, my time is so far up. You have to join me on the next episode of Conversations with Chris. I just pray that you take this, receive it, and run with it. Hey, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory to overcome the world. Even our faith, it's you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. If you've got Jesus, if you've got God in you, he's more than the whole world against you. So my friend, go and light it up out there now. That's right. Set the world on fire for God. 
Hey, I am Christian T. Howell Sr. This has been Conversation with Chris. Now that you're finished, make sure you go back, download it. Share it with a friend, an enemy, a neighbor, another church member. Share it with everybody. People need to hear what time it is. Let them get their hope back. We're going to do revival. See you all on Revival Nights in 2022. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory, and we'll see you next week. Take care.